Hey man, when I drop this beat right here, I need everybody to get up. Hello, welcome to the Minds Unlimited Podcast, where we empower others by changing perspectives. I am your co-host, Dr. Jay Duncan. And this is your other co-host, Just Z. And if you are joining us for the first time, however you found us, we welcome you here. We welcome you to the conversation. We welcome you to like, subscribe, and follow if you want to hear more of this podcast every Monday. If you are joining us back again, thank you for coming back. Um, make sure you're still sharing this with others. We love that our audience is growing by the week. Absolutely. Yo, so we have been covering this thing called adulting. Mm. And there comes a time, sometimes when we plan out these episodes, where life chooses to meet us where we are. And this week, <laughs> in this thing called adulting, we are covering the show. Must go, go on. on. And... Sh- it must go on. This week, guys, I don't know if you just heard that sniffle <laughs> or that little wetness in, in that cough over there. The COVID got us. <laughs> but that's real. That's real. Ugh. Yes, this, it has been a miserable week. Um, blessed to say that we are still here, still fighting. But a lot of things around us still require things to go on. Yep. Um, one of the things could have been this podcast episode. Many a days we was like, "Oh, can we record? Can we?" No, <laughs> no. Yeah. The headache took over, or the the instantaneous coma took over. Yeah. So th- just know that the information you're going to hear today comes straight from the heart and the allergies and, and the experience <laughs> and yeah, the, the nostrils, all of that. So bear with us if you hear some sniffling or. Some coughing and whatnot. We got our lights all here, so we're just going to keep pushing. Yep. The show must go on. Absolutely. So, this reminds me of uh, when I was younger. Let's say I were to get sick, right, in school. Um, Usually, that requires a little nurse visit. My mom would get called, which happens to be a nurse as well. And I'd get some home for a certain amount of time. Mm-hmm. They will get your homework together and send it home with you. Mm-hmm. Now, I was a severe asthmatic, was I still am, but then it hit a little different. So when I got sick, that usually meant that I was going to Children's Hospital because the asthma attack was not too far behind. I say all this to say that it seemed that everything that I needed to do hit a pause. I didn't have to worry about going to the school anymore or doing the homework right then and there. Mm-hmm. All I had to do was sit in the little back seat and wait till my mom brought me to the hospital, bear with a couple needles because they're, you know, giving you your IV. And then guess what? Hospital gown and cartoons for me. That's all that I saw out of the equation. Mm-hmm. As an adult, I realized, excuse me, <laughs> as an adult, I realized <laughs> that my mom took on a lot coordinating with the teachers because not all teachers was on the same page about having work already ready mm-hmm. right but it was gonna be on that same page about marking it missing kudos to my mom yeah. bringing me from the school to the hospital now my mom was a nurse so it wasn't like she was just working a little four-hour shift and just calling a day she was doing 12-hour sprints taking me to the hospital 
You know what I mean? She sees the hospital as this is an emergency. I want my son to live and possibly an insurance bill. I see it as yay, right? So <laughs> relax, take no chores. I give me little juices, sauce, applesauce, my booty out, my little gal. <laughs> Man, they got games you can sign up for. They got a little room if you're allowed to walk around. But I say all that to say, for my mom, the show never stopped. Mm-hmm. For me, it felt like it did. That's true. Fast forward, COVID smacks the mess out of me. Um. Trying my best to do work. Trying my best and realize I have to be able to give what I can give, but also give some attention to rest. Mm -hmm. Because when I was younger, I got to take on the resting and playing and whatnot. I gave 100% attention to that. And that was cool because it's all I was responsible for. But now I need to be responsible for both. I can't just give it all to work and not give it to recovery. That's true. I can't just give it all to recovery and hope that everything is just going to be all right with my housework or with my self-work or whatever. So the show must go on. And that's my experience. Just Z. <laughs> Enlighten. <laughs> um, so I am very much the opposite. Um, I'm very much a the me show must go on, but everything else See, that's your confidence can go let's, let's, let's <laughs> talk about this i'm very much like i must continue to try to rest try to get better try to keep going as far as personal goals but work they'll be okay <laughs> um anything outside of that it'll be all right that's but that's just me and I feel like that's something that has come from me being in retail for a long time, seeing high turnovers. Uh, All I wanna say is that they don't really care about <laughs> us. You know what I'm saying? Mm. Like, uh, I've seen people like I've had to talk management out of writing someone up for like a family emergency and being gone. You know what I'm saying? So I on the am a big proponent of that job cares nothing about you and the show must go on if you want it to. So that's just me. Uh because everyone's show is is in a different act, right? It's true. Everyone is uh playing with different stakes, right? You could be uh in your local theater while your place of work, their show is Broadway cinematic feature film and they need your role replaced okay yes. so that's me but in like life I feel like that's just kind of my my thing like no matter what happens you must continue um whether that's in the form of continue trying continue trying to find a different avenue um or whatever so okay I feel like people will benefit from a little bit of both. Mm-hmm. Now, of course, it depends on what type of job you're doing, right? Yep. Um, I am blessed to be able to do something that I feel fully tied to via my craft and via my passion. So when you said retail, I was like, oh, yeah, I feel you. Because I have witnessed that, and I still see it, um, in how it seems that jobs on a certain level, it cares about surviving by itself, and sometimes it doesn't necessarily have that same care for the people it seems mm-hmm. versus like 
what I do in mental health or even working with teams to develop mental health uh, resources, it's more of, okay, well, this person may be out, but their opinions are are valuable in building this thing. So Correct. Well, you're doing something where you actually want to give of yourself. Like if you were down and you had a really good idea for your job or for your client or whatever, that's something that you would jot down. That's something that you, you know what I'm saying? Uh-huh. But if I, certain jobs, if I had an idea for that job and I was sick, even if I wasn't sick, I would do 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 back to my song in my head. You know what I mean? Oh, so. <laughs> you know, um, I think that as this thing called adulting, we have to be able to weigh this out and, and judge it based off of our life. Yes, because the people, this is something that I've seen um, that I will give credit to our new generation for. It's kind of shaking the system a little bit, right? Because our parents, our grandparents instilled in us, you get to be an adult, you have to work hard, you have all these responsibilities. Therefore, Uh we end up feeling like the job that we're in or the place where we work or what we do is our responsibility, and that's not it. You know what I mean? It's not. You are not responsible for a multi-million dollar company's business. Like, no, you're not responsible for that. You know what I'm saying? Um, So you're responsible for doing your best, but you can't necessarily do your best sometimes if you are sick or fatigued or whatever. So that's uh, a healthy balance. Um. It's funny that you say that because if I think in a universal sense, and some of you guys know how I get, um, I see that there are multiple shows going on at the same time. There is whoever's company that made it to multi-billions or whatever, their show is going on. And yes, they want people that are passionate about their business. And sometimes their heart is in the right place, but the business has to be a business, right? But at the same time, if you are working for said business, how is that business helping your show? Because you have an independent show going on called Your Life. Um, mm-hmm. And if right now that happens to be the stepping stool to help you get to new heights, then it is a part of your your show. It just might not be the whole narrative, but respected and treated as such, right? Yep. It isn't like, you know, F everything until I get what I want. Well, what you want is a combination of your experiences and, and things that have been, uh, one, shown to you, but things that you have not seen and that, but that you believe in, and you're trying to interact with those two, manifesting whatever your life is. So when you get sick, your show doesn't stop necessarily because it does need to be about you, but overall, sometimes if you mistake your show for being the only show, you're going to mess up other shows. Correct. So instead of being like, hey, yo, I need to take this week off past baton, you're holding on to the baton and just being out. Now everybody's slow, mm-hmm. you know. So maybe, you know, the show go, goes on really is a reflective statement saying, like, understand what shows you are a part of. That's true. That's true. Crossover roles, guest appearances, all of that. Which one are you? That's true. Absolutely. Are you an understudy? You know what I'm saying? Because that's, that's where it gets crazy is when you are the person that takes on the show must go on mantra for someone else, right? When you have a parent that passes away, when you have 
uh, a sibling that's sick, when you have, um, you know, a, a partner that's emotionally unavailable, right? The show must go on, and you are the one to make it go. Absolutely. Um, so that's another thing, too. Uh, having an understudy or a second string or whatever um, to help with that. A lot of times it's something within ourselves uh, to bring us back to, you know, point A. But sometimes it's another person to confide in or a friendship or relationship or someone at work that's trusted or whatever. Yeah, so man. just make sure you're using um, those things. You reminded me of um, what I used to look at like apprenticeship. And the conversation comes up of being um, like things being thrown on you as far as responsibilities and things of that nature. And I look at the whole role of apprenticeship and I look at it from more of a, a biblical standpoint um, where the person that will be teaching you something teaches you as if you're going to become the next master, right? You are under them and they're going to show you the ropes, not in a lesson plan way necessarily, but in like a real life day to day. You didn't just get to know who that person was. So if I had an understudy, that understudy is going to know who my who I spend my day-to-day time with because they're following me around. They are kind of very involved in my my life, so I just don't accept everyone, but I kind of teach them the way, right? Now, fast forward into our time where, you know, you might be at a certain point, understand that the show can't go on if you are fighting to maintain a certain point and not training up someone else to take your place. You Good. can't move forward. I had to learn that the hard way. Or if you're trying to stutter on the line and get the one line right while other people are trying to improv around you, right? Because people will try to improv around you. They'll see that you are at 100% or um, you'll realize that you're forgetting something. You're trying to signal somebody to pick it up, right? So it's possible for someone to quote-unquote pick up the slack around you or to improv forward. But or for you to even improv forward. But if you get stuck on that one line or spiral because of that one thing, then, you know, the show must go on, but can it? Yeah. So you can be very strategic in your process, I guess, is what what uh, we're getting at with that is that, okay, right now, if I were to try to teach somebody how to be a therapist, for whatever reason, for days like this when I get sick, right? But no, if I'm really trying to teach this person the winds, the hows, the ways, this, and the other, that allows me more maneuverability when hard times do happen. True. So as we grow, the team gets stronger. I might be able to pass the baton off, and my show will go on, but now it's this person's time to shine. True. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, and... I've started, I've, like I said, it, it took a while for me to learn, but I started to see that when I started to see who was being placed in my life, you know, and I'm able to teach them what was taught to me and then see them take that and then grow. And then guess what? I don't have to do what I used to have to do because the show can go on even before, like in this instance, I can cough, cough, sneeze, sneeze. Guess what? The show sniffle, is still sniffle. going. <laughs> the show is still going because I've trusted that. So I guess I'm trying to say that 
you can have times like this where I am currently sick and I can't do much and I got to be be able to be smart about my show going on. But also, even when I'm not sick, I can still be putting some resources in that storehouse, a.k.a. putting my knowledge into the next generation or even learning from generations before me to be able to be a tool to those after me because the ultimate show still must go on. That's true. True. Things we think about when we're sick, huh? Man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's true. Okay. All right. All right. I think I, you know, I'm, I've been trying my best. Wind capacity. <laughs> this COVID thing is no joke. Yeah. And I've heard people that have had it worse than, than us. But, my God, I don't wish this on anybody. But if you do have, take take your time. Rest up. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm thankful that we we're able to even do this episode, you know, um, but I think it's about to be that time. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I <have a> throat. <laughs> yeah, I can feel it. Um, I'm, I've been able to hold it off and give my best, but the show must go on. <laughs> <laughs> Next week. <laughs> <Indeed>. Okay. <laughs> anything you want to say to wrap it up, Jesse? Nah. I haven't said anything. I can't say. <laughs> Uh, you turn into life genius real quick. Hey, yo, yo. <laughs> we appreciate y'all for bearing with us. Uh, if we weren't as much of our selves as we normally are. Um, but we next week hope to jump back in. Uh, this was definitely a life-inspired uh, real-time podcast. So <laughs> with all that being said. I got it, Dr. J. Duncan. <laughs> the smallest change in perspective can change your life. Peace. Mm-hmm.